Welcome to another episode of Reading the Bible Responsibly. In the well-known story of Adam and Eve, God punishes them as a result of their disobedience. After calling them out from eating fruit from the forbidden tree, God lays out some punishments. The woman's labor pains will be severe, and her husband will rule over her. The man will work painfully hard in order to eat until he dies and returns to dust. Are these punishments just how things are? Or are these punishments how things are supposed to be? And if that's the case, is it okay for humans to work to alleviate these circumstances? In Genesis 3, Adam and Eve find themselves in hot water. They have just eaten fruit from the one tree God commanded them not to. Then they tried to hide from God, which is a pretty poor idea. God then calls them out, along with the serpent, by the way, never named the devil or Satan in this story, and he hands out some punishment. Let's go to Genesis 3, starting in verse 16. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Now, I want to take a minute and focus on the woman's punishment. It includes two basic things. First, severe pains in childbearing. And second, a desire for her husband who will rule over her. Some people have focused particularly on that second punishment to justify any male-dominated societies. God says men should rule over women, they would say. So a patriarchal hierarchy is the right way to go. In other words, They view this punishment not just as a description of how things are, but a prescription of how things should be. But hang on a minute. What about the first punishment to the woman? Increased pain in childbearing. Now, to be consistent, those people would also have to view that punishment as prescriptive. And if that's the case, in other words, if severe labor pain is how God wants things to be, then it would be wrong to work against that, right? By the way, no guy I've ever heard argue for ruling over women would argue against innovations that make his own work easier, even though that's also a punishment given here to the man, that he's going to work really hard and painfully. What I'm saying is this. If you think that men ruling over women is how God wants it, and we shouldn't allow or work for more, say, equal civic arrangements, then to be consistent, you'd also have to argue that severe labor pain is how God wants it. And we shouldn't allow or work for effective pain relief, like, say, epidurals. And if you're listening to this from a nice smartphone or in a comfy office, you should make some different life choices and find a job where you do hard, painful, physical labor. The Bible has lots to say about men and women and their roles in society. It's a complex discussion, but we can't and shouldn't use the punishments in Genesis 3 to argue that arrangements where men rule over women 
are how God always wants things to be. Now, gentlemen, if you still feel that way, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go tell your wife that you are opposed to epidurals or any pain management during labor. Then, I want you to write and tell me, you know, how that conversation goes. Let's see if you feel like you're the ruler over anything after that discussion. Adam and Eve are equally to blame for the sin that happened, and we've been working since the beginning of time to turn back the effects of the fall and punishment. Let's not let inconsistent interpretations of the punishment get in the way of that important work. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You are being such an encouragement to me. You are continuing to write ratings and reviews, which is just so helpful. Thanks to those of you who have done that recently. I hope that you will share this with a friend if it's interesting to you. I'm grateful for our time together trying to be more responsible Bible readers. We'll see you next time.